Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to a bonus episode for Halloween of Books and Bennies. <laughs> yeah, nailed like, it. That was a lot it. of words. Um, yes. Happy Halloween for those of you that are listening on the day it comes out. For us, it's not Halloween. So it feels a bit strange coming out of my mouth. Yeah, a little bit. We're definitely, and it also, I'm not sure about where you are, but it is way too warm for it to be fall right now, still. Yeah, it's like a good mm, 18 degrees. Yeah. We're going to get up to like 26 this weekend, apparently. Oh my God. I know. What? I know. Climate change <laughs> scares me. Live? <laughs> I was like, I'm just like, no, this is my season. It's October. It's my month, other than June when my birthday is. But like, <laughs> October is my favorite time and I like it's always like the perfect weather it's always like not too cold yet like we're not into like deep deep winter but it's like it's autumnal I haven't had autumnal weather yet yeah we're definitely not getting autumnal right now um it's not soup season it is not soup season I mean I still have been eating soup however imagine you know, when you're a kid, you dress up in a Halloween costume, but because we live in Canada, we could always be forced to put like a coat over to ruin That's your true. Halloween costume. Maybe children this year will get to wear their Halloween costume without a coat over it, which is kind of an exciting thought. Mm-hmm. I remember like, I don't think this would like ever happen in like today's age because I just feel like children are like very monitored but I remember like you and I would go trick-or-treating when we were like quite young like by ourselves like we weren't always chaperoned like it was only when I was really really little that I had to wear a jacket with my costumes because afterwards I would just go by myself or like yeah I just I just didn't after a certain point I can't remember at what age that I was allowed to go alone, but I know it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But there's no way my mom let me out of the house without a jacket. Absolutely not. Fucking. I'm thinking about Absolutely. It's not even like I could leave the house now at my age and she still wouldn't let me out if I was visiting. <laughs> She's like, put on a sweater. I love your mother so much. There's, I, I'll never win that battle. Yeah. You know I... what, though? She's always right. I, I am always cold. I wish I had a sweater. 
It's true. I feel like when we were younger, though, like I never felt cold. Like I remember us wearing fucking flip flops year round. And like, yeah, I could simply not do that today. (laughs) Built different as children. I don't Mm -hmm. know what happened. Yeah, I remember our parents would get mad at us because we would wear like flip flops in the snow. I think we had a bet going or like a competition to see who would wear flip flops for like the longest. And then we just like didn't let it go. Yeah, I honestly think that's <laughs> uh, that was weird. I unfortunately remember that. It was so terrible. We were like what 11 or 12. Yeah, we were like walking to school and I, I refused to put on it must have been a bet. There's no way we would have done this for no reason. Well, well the bet was for no reason, but yeah. <laughs> Because, like, we didn't... Okay, so for those of you listening, Katrina and I, we always, like, make bets with each other. Less so now that we're adults. But literally for, like, no, like, money, no, like, like There's nothing. No prize. It was, yeah, just, like, bragging rights. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> flip-flops in the snow, I'm not sure what bragging rights we were trying to win. But I remember because we were in, like, it was definitely when we were in French immersion because I remember walking for so long to get to school like uh, how long was our walk to school like at least 45 minutes like maybe 30 minutes from my place and then 45 from yours I don't know I feel like it didn't take that long we would just you know sit at the park and that's why it took 45 minutes that's true but it was like a it was a pretty big distance yeah it was it was long to walk in flip-flops yeah in all seasons and like vancouver's a rainy city too (laughs) yep Mm. also i have this one like core memory of us just getting fucking attacked by like a water splash from a car driving by one time when we were walking to school i don't know why that is just like ingrained in my memory i do very much remember that I remember getting like a little fan because we were soaked to like heat up our socks and shoes because it was just soaked by the time we got to school. But you know what my like. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I do remember Madame Owens literally brought us like a heater to her classroom because we were were damp. (laughs) We were constantly showing up to school late and just soaked. And she like. sat us beside each other by her front desk and like gave us a heater to warm our belongings could we have taken the bus yes did we refuse to absolutely we couldn't have taken the bus i was poor we didn't have money for that okay well I'm not gonna take the bus. <laughs> anyways what were you gonna say Oh, no, I was just saying that's not the walking to school memory that's, like, ingrained in my head. Mine is the uh, ice cap Supremes when we were, like, okay. one minute late into class. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess, yeah, for, like, some context, Katrina and I would, one, walk to school every day, rain or shine. And again, rain or shine, we would always sit at a park for a while in the mornings, and we were always late. <laughs> to class but for some reason madame owens never cared like she was just like oh 
they're late again, whatever. Like, I don't, like, we never got in trouble. And it wasn't on our, like, record. Yeah, I feel like if we were bad kids, mm-hmm. maybe it would be, like, more of a concern. But, like, we were involved. I got good grades. Like, yep. <laughs> so I'm five minutes late. Is that really a problem? Yeah. There was one time when we decided we wanted to go to Tim Hortons in the morning. And we thought we were going to be so late because it was such like just a much longer trek and we like ran through the woods by our school to get to class and it was just chaos such chaos that was that was a that was a trek I'm not sure how we've gotten down um this path of conversation but (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know how to loop back to Halloween (laughs) I'm gonna segue with no like not a good segue I'm just gonna segue over so Halloween (laughs) do you have any idea what you're wearing are you dressing up yeah I actually just got everything for my costume in the mail today um I'm excited I'm gonna be Poison Ivy like from the DC comics Ooh, nice yeah so I got like just like a little cheap ten dollar dress from Shein just like a green It's kind of like a slip and it has like floral kind of patterns on it. And then I got a bunch of like, you know, those ivy vines that you can hang on your wall from like Amazon. I got a bunch of those. So I'm just going to like MacGyver something together and poison ivy. Nice. What about you? Uh, I don't know yet. We're doing Halloween like the weekend after. So it's Halloween's like on Monday. So we're just doing the week after. So I have a little bit of time. Jared's going as Nacho Libre, so maybe maybe I'll go as one of the side characters. I love that. Later problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I always plan my Halloween costumes like way in advance. And I talk to people and I'm like at the beginning of October and I'm like, what are you going to be for Halloween? And they're like, I don't fucking know yet. And I'm like, oh, well, OK, I've been planning this for months, but cool. <laughs> You're like, this is really important to me. <laughs> um what else oh I guess uh what's your bevy I had a little bit of coffee and a little bit of water nice oh and you pumpkin cream cold brew Ooh, you gotta let me guess when you go to Starbucks let me guess (laughs) (laughs) come on you should have just known that I was going to be drinking something pumpkin spice for our Halloween episode that's true I did know it was going to be pumpkin spice I wouldn't mm, maybe I would have guessed that I think you would have we'll never know though because now I I didn't take that that I would have guessed it and I could just be lying (laughs) (laughs) I did take the um the knowledge from you I was just ripped it um I think that's all I got up top why are you drinking oh yeah um okay two reasons number one I have a pimple the size of a small country right underneath my eye right here I have like a patch over it so you can't see it because I'm hoping to heal it because it hurts so bad it's one of those like really deep cystic ones but it's like in my like sensitive under eye area and I'm like that actually sounds horrendous um I was gonna say though if it makes you feel any better I can't see it at all 
Perfect. It's the blurry webcam and the like lighting coming from behind me instead of in front of me. <laughs> so I like that for me. Um, but yeah, like, oh, it's, I'm over it. I've had it for like two days and I'm, I just want to like get it surgically removed, but I don't think I can go to a doctor and be like, hi, can you please cut off a pimple? Thanks. Um, and then I'm going to a like burlesque slash drag show later today. Ooh. That's going to be a Halloween kind of thing. There's this performer who is nuts called Bloody Betty who's going to be performing. She's a burlesque dancer, but she also like sings live music and like she's genuinely frightening. And like, I think if she were to hear that, she would like take it as a compliment, but she's, she's genuinely quite scary. Like, yeah. That sounds like it'll be fun. And then there's like, obviously other performers that I haven't seen before, but my friend really loves Bloody Betty and we're going to go again to see her. So that's my plan. What about you? Why are you drinking? Um, You know, it is, there is a festival in Vegas on October 21st with the most I don't I don't even know what to consider this lineup other than oh like I know childhood happiness in a lineup mm-hmm. and I am sad that I cannot go same it it's a wild I've seen the ads for it I would Oh, I want to go so bad, but it's like $300 or something like that for like the two day pass. I just can't uh, justify that as someone living the broke student lifestyle right now. Yeah, I uh, will not be going, which saddens me. You want to describe a little bit more about the festival for those of you, (laughs) for the people who don't? Don't understand my like, There's a childhood. festival that I'm not going to, but I would be happy if I was. <laughs> okay. So what I mean by childhood happiness, it's like bands like Sum 41, Simple Plan, The Offspring, Green Day, Blink-182, 30 Seconds to Mars, Bowling for Soup. That vibe. It's just all the artists that we had such a phase in in one festival i just can't believe good charlotte i don't know if phase is really the right word because i still listen to this music like to this day that's true but i listen to it differently than i did then true i also feel like we like listen to that music at such a young age because of your brother like your brother was very much like their target demographic and you and I were like what 10 younger I honestly don't know I remember listening in your room and we were I feel we were young (laughs) yeah I I do remember listening I think it was either to Green Day or Simple Plan when I was young but I only specifically listened to it because my older brother (laughs) listened to it and I was like I don't really like this (laughs) And if anyone asked me that, I would deny it to the end of my life. (laughs) Are you copying your brother? No. 
It's because I like it. <laughs> did I love like this it? I music? Think... Yeah, okay, but I did it. learn to love it. I'm pretty sure My Chemical Romance was originally on that concert as well, but maybe they backed out. If, if they're My not... Chemical Romance was there, and I think Paramore. I think maybe that was just like a one day thing, like a one. I don't know. Yeah, honestly, if maybe I the lineup changed, if I wasn't busy, I would genuinely consider buying a ticket. Yeah, same. I need to have like a separate savings account, like just to put money aside for concert tickets. Just because, like, there's so many that I want to go to, and they're all so expensive. <laughs> Imagine like fucking harry styles concert tickets ridiculous all right so that was the what that was the why oh i guess before we talk about what we're going to talk about i know this has been like probably the longest intro (laughs) that we've (laughs) ever done i'm sure we'll edit it out (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, just up top, because I realized I forgot to, or not just me, we forgot to mention this um, in like all previous episodes, like with the exception of the episode that we announced our Q&A episode. But I just want to remind everyone to uh, check out our Instagram. Um, we have a little Q&A thing uh, in our pinned stories on our profile you can also reach out on twitter gmail bookbevies at gmail.com if you want to ask us anything doesn't have to be book related um please ask us questions otherwise i will feel really stupid about announcing the q a episode in a previous episode thank you anything to add to that no <laughs> nice Okay, so for Halloween, we decided to read um, something from our childhood. I guess this, I, we've been talking a lot about like our childhood this episode, so I feel like it kind of, this kind of fits. Um, yeah, maybe that's why we're reminiscing so much because we read this book and now we're in that vibe. Um, but we read the first book in the Cirque de Freak series by Darren Shan. I remember being deeply, deeply into this book, like these the series with you. However, I actually did not remember it at all. Same. <laughs> Are <laughs> like, we surprised? No. But like once I started reading it, then I remember. Mm-hmm. But like in the beginning, I was like, mm, what is? what is supposed to happen but also weird that like locked in my brain somewhere is a book that I read like I don't know 10 15 years ago just like remember that and I'm like oh yeah I do (laughs) you know I definitely I think I only remembered that like vampires were definitely involved and that was about it yeah I I thought this book was called The Vampire's Assistant, so. I think that's the second book. Fair. That would make sense. 
Um, Considering how this ends, it makes sense. (laughs) There's definitely a movie called The Vampire's Assistant, but I think it's based on the first book. Yeah, this one's called A Living Nightmare. Mm -hmm. It's it's a very short read. A little bit spooky. Fits the Halloween theme, but I did read this in... Like, I got it and then finished it the same day, so it's not a very... Yeah, I finished it in one sitting. It's definitely, obviously, for a younger audience. Um, we but read like this still... one. Sorry, I did cut you off there. No, it's... I was, I was going to say, like, you know how I, I had a bit of an issue with the younger audience vibe in uh, the Assassin's Blade series, like the first few books? Mm-hmm. I didn't get that from this. Like, it doesn't bother me that it's written for a younger audience this one I still had like fun reading. yeah for me this one was written in like for a younger audience but in like a fun way like it was like it it felt very much that you were like in the perspective of like a teenage boy which is like yeah it was almost like reading a teenage boy's like diary like the just like the um the internal monologue and stuff like that and like I felt like sometimes exclamation marks were a little overused at times, but like not to the point where it bothered me, where I feel like with Throne of Glass, it's like written for a younger audience, but also trying to be somewhat mature, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I do think I kind of get that, but I don't, I don't know. I was just expecting maybe to dislike this book a little bit me because too. I was anticipating it was written for, you know, kids. Mm-hmm. Um but I didn't. I actually really liked it. I did too. Like I like it was just fun. I think also the fact that it was really short kind of helped because it's just like a super fun, snappy, witty, quick read. But that's like perfect for Halloween season. Yeah, I think you're right. If it was like 500 pages, I probably would have gone. I don't. Yeah, I don't think I could have done this for 500 pages. Like, <laughs> and it wasn't like, and it, yeah, and it was like super fast paced, like. A lot of things happened. Yeah, I really liked it. So I wonder what the actual age demographic is for this book now that I. I would say. Wait, let me guess. Okay. Uh, 10 and up. That's exactly what I was going to guess. All right. Let's see. I can't find it. That was very anticlimactic. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. No, I want to find it. Ah, okay. Pages like nine, nine and up. That was a fairly accurate guess. Mm. I think the general age range is like nine to 12, which is probably when we read it. But I definitely remember rereading it when I was a teenager. (laughs) All right, so um, what is your overall rating? Oh, actually, before we get into overall rating, I do want to say one more thing. This series also um, has like a comic book or a graphic novel version, which I think would be super cool. I'm like very interested in reading that. I... I don't think I've ever really gotten into graphic novels, but I don't think I've also really given them a shot. So I feel like I've read a couple and usually the ones I've 
like really like like I've I've liked all of the graphic novels I've read. I remember being us being really into Bone. I do remember Bone. Bone was good. It, what is the difference between a graphic novel and a comic book? I'm assuming length. There. Calvin and Hobbes, big fan. Yeah. There was one manga that my friend lent to me one time that was like kind of based off of Alice in Wonderland. I really liked that one. Had to read it backwards. It was super weird. <laughs> it's normal. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, also before overall ratings, Darren Chen also has other books. Um, I remember reading the like demon series by him one time. That rings a bell. Um, like Lord Loss was the first book, I think. No, I don't remember. I remember really liking those two. And then he's written other books since. So just like credit where credit is due. He's very prolific at writing horror books for children. <laughs> it's a weird subgenre. <laughs> it's a really niche market. Yeah. I also find it so funny, like the jump in like, like you can tell that we've really <laughs> settled in to what we do for like the podcast, because I remember when we first started this podcast and we were, we wanted to like sound smart. And so I remember our last Halloween episode where I like talked about like Charles Dickens, Stephen <laughs> King and Edgar Allan Poe. And I like read their short stories and now we're like, this book is for ages nine to 12 and we <laughs> loved it. <laughs> We've accepted who we are. Um, to be fair though, I feel like I would love this even without the nostalgia factor. Same. All right. Do you want to do overall rating? All right. It, it was a children's book. <laughs> so... <laughs> And it was only like, I don't know, 200 pages max. The story was good. It wasn't that captivating. There's not a lot of plot twists. There's not much to it, but it was good. I would say a good seven and a half. I respect that. I think I'm going to give mine, I'm going to give it a solid eight. I might be a, I might be leaning into the nostalgia a little bit, but like I did like the writing surprisingly. I liked the storyline. I do from like my vague memories think that the series gets better and like a little more intense as it goes on, which is like pretty standard for most books. Um and I liked it. I think there was like a lot of really cool kind of concepts in this book the vibes were good good spooky vibes. vibes vibes were good mm -hmm. gave me halloween feel mm -hmm. cool i mean so i think it's spoiler time baby all right so the most captivating part of this book for me was the introduction it got me the introduction was damn good Um, so to be fair, there is, uh, 
Also, mm, I've said to be fair like four times. <laughs> An issue. <laughs> However, the at the end of the introduction before the story starts, the last sentence is it started in a toilet. I was like, wow, you got incredible. Me. Yeah. Incredible writing. Um, yeah, no, I really liked also just like the, the whole blurb about like real life is nasty. It doesn't care about heroes, happy endings, blah, blah, blah. And like, Ooh, like, I have that highlighted. Yeah. Also, my notes are a little weird because my copy of the book is coming in the mail today because the package came very late. So I just got a free PDF online. Um, and so my notes are just like screenshots and cropped text blurbs <laughs> because I couldn't <laughs> take proper Fair notes. Enough. But yeah, also, I just want to like, just like up top we're not going in order if you ever become a vampire and like say in this hypothetical situation that I am exactly like Steve and I asked to be a vampire and he told me I was evil and you overheard that so you knew I was evil I would still expect you to at least offer to turn me into a vampire that's Fair just enough. like the unwritten rule of friendship. If you get immortal powers, you're like, hey, dude, I got immortal powers. You want in on this? <laughs> Would you like some? <laughs> Granted, I may also be a bit biased because I can confidently say that neither one of us is evil or even like slightly like Steve, but... It's just, I, I can't be alone in this thought process here. That's honestly true. I, I, I don't think. Um, I feel like more than anything, I would ex- at least expect communication. <laughs> like you became a vampire and then didn't tell me. How dare you? Literally. I'd be like, um, excuse you. You don't get to just like be a vampire alone. I've immediately forgotten the main character's name. Um, I think it's just Darren. Like, I think he's supposed, like, I think it's Darren Chan. And then he says in the beginning that it's like a pseudonym. I wonder if Darren Chan is actually a pseudonym. But um, his fascination with spiders is horrifying. Yeah, I don't love that. Also, just like very bold to steal from a vampire. It, because he he doesn't seal not knowing. He sees what the vampire does to his friend, hears the stories, and then is like, you know, what's a good idea to <laughs> steal from you? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? A lot of things, as we find out. So it turns out Darren Shan... Is, is very close to Darren Chan's real name, so it's not an actual pseudonym. I was kind of hoping it was, and that would give the story a little bit more, ooh. A little more spice. A little more spice. But no, his real name is Darren O'Shaughnessy. Okay. Which is like, 
it's just not far enough to yeah it's basically the same yeah yeah I feel like I actually have an example of like one of the parts where um you can tell that it's written like for a younger audience but I didn't mind it as much because it's like it's almost like it's almost so immaturely written that it's good if that makes any sense like the like there's just a part where like he catches the ticket and when he realizes that he caught the ticket he like screams yes and instead of it being like oh he's like screamed yes so loudly and blah 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 it's just yes with like seven e's and like 10 s's all caps with like i think it's four exclamation points and it's like it gets the message across i feel like it embraces the fact that it's writing for a younger audience Mm -hmm. whereas the throne of glass did not yeah it's like if you're gonna write for a younger audience you might as well just throw grammar out the window completely (laughs) also i kind of liked mr tall's character I didn't, I feel like I didn't love him when I read these books as a child because I didn't really understand like the sense of humor necessarily. But like Mr. Tall's kind of funny. Like I just imagine him as like a really like dry sense of humor, like very like when um the wolf guy bites off the woman's hand or whatever, and then the husband comes running up and like is screaming and he's like like uh, uh, what if what if he'd bitten her head off and was like yelling at Mr. Tall and he just goes then she would be dead (laughs) I think that is the fun of really doing anything that you did as a kid uh as an adult again seeing everything that you missed the first time around or actually in our case doing anything a second time (laughs) gonna say I was like we did just like we did reread Akatar and realize all of the very clear things that we should have grasped first. yeah I, I said it too confidently as like things you do as children and then I realized no no this is just what we do <laughs> maybe just scratch that whenever you reread something from when you were younger because technically you're always rereading stuff from when you're younger age doesn't really matter <laughs> technicality also I feel like as a kid I didn't like hate Steve but and as when, an adult I hate Steve I hate Steve he's so annoying <laughs> to be fair like oh my to be fair that is <laughs> that is the theme of the day I'm really being fair in the things I say um it's just a, I'm not even gonna call it the Halloween bonus episode I'm just gonna call it the fair bonus episode <laughs> <laughs> it's fair it's fair my statements are fair <laughs> you're uh really getting lawyery up here you're like <laughs> making sure that your statements are very my answers are getting very politically acceptable hitting all the bases um I think Steve when you're a kid and you're reading it you think of what it would be like to have like your friend take whatever you really wanted most in the world but as an adult when you read it you're like wow Steve came to be happy (laughs) also just like kind of the way he treated his mom and like he did try to you know kill Darren yeah just although I don't know if he's really trying to kill Darren he was more like I think he was bluffing a little bit I think 
Yeah, that's just like, that's just not how you react. Like, if I found out that you were a vampire, like, in similar circumstances, I would just be like, and, like, I saw you, like, walking around after your funeral, I'd be like, bitch, the fuck? Also, you know what? (laughs) The sister that bursts into the room to scare the spider, I was annoyed. (laughs) I was like, this could have all been avoided if you would just knock. Why do you burst into a room? No one, yeah, no, that's never a good idea. Always knock. It's polite. He lacks manners. How rude. Also, how do you picture Mr. Krebsley? I don't know how to put this into words really but I have no thoughts regarding what he looks like okay (laughs) like I read it with no image (laughs) is that weird maybe a little because I have like a very clear and like very weird like you know um he's wearing a hat though yeah, see, to be fair, I don't imagine him in a hat. <laughs> but not like a not like a baseball cap, like a Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, like a top hat. <laughs> or something. I don't even know if it's a top hat. It kind of looks more like a sun hat, but still like spooky. Now that I'm thinking about it. But no, when Fedora. I was reading it. Terrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> I don't know. I just I didn't really think much about how he looked when I was reading this. I just like I've always pictured him like a ginger Beetlejuice. Oh, like just kind of haggard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the vibe for me. Definitely a little bit haggard. It's not like a suave vampire. Mm-mm. Definitely not Edward Cullen. But n- not Beetlejuice. <laughs> not like quite like also, a little why more is he like redhead. Cullen. Like a little more color, you know what I mean? Like he st- looks more like human than Beetlejuice and like less gross. Like I feel like he brushes his teeth regularly. You know what I mean? Like if if Beetlejuice were ginger and like took care of his hygiene, that's what I imagine. <laughs> yeah, well, I was not picturing that. It's real specific. <laughs> and I don't know where that came from. Because when I reread the book, I was like, huh, like at no point does it say that he looks like a a ginger beetlejuice (laughs) i just feel like he's supposed to look quite normal he definitely doesn't to me yeah i i was not picturing him looking very outrageous i was gonna say do you call him mr krepsley yeah okay what i was just wondering i don't know how to pronounce his name naturally but that's a bit savage for I don't know how old uh, red-haired Beetlejuice is meant to be, but assuming he's fairly old, he basically blackmailed a child (laughs) into becoming a vampire in order to not murder his friend. (laughs) That's so rude. Like, why would you not pick someone else? I wonder, like... Yeah, I wonder if life just got really boring for him because he'd been alive for so long and he was like, yeah, you know, I can fuck up a kid's life. Like, <laughs> like a, he has a family and he's just like, you know what? Die. Yeah. Okay. Also, it's just like, 
obviously like when you're that age like you look super young and like obviously when I was younger I was like deep into vampire stuff like I liked this series I liked Twilight like I was a vampire bitch and I was like I want to be a vampire when I was like 12 I would not want to have been turned into a vampire at 12 because then I'm stuck at 12 forever like that's a nightmare like I know in this series like they age super slowly but like imagine how long he would be stuck in adolescence like I feel like if I were to become a vampire like now is a pretty good time 25 is a good age maybe a little bit younger between like 20 and 30 is I feel like a great time (laughs) or even just 20 and up yeah I would not want to be a young child forever that seems um but yeah you're right they do age but yeah no Mr. Crepsley is just what (laughs) take an adult (laughs) right take someone that doesn't have a family (laughs) also don't blackmail children or it would even make more sense to pick Steve if you like think about it because he like wasn't close with his family his mom didn't really love him his dad wasn't there oh my god you're right so Yes, Steve sucked, but the <laughs> real villain is Mr. Krebsley. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, the whole part where Darren is, like, dying, but he's just, like, laying there and has to, like, hear his family cry and mourn him and, like... Like, that's so messed up. <laughs> so messed up. <laughs> Mr. Krebsley. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Mr. Krebs is like, we're gonna have to kill you now. And he's all excited about it. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, wow. I I honestly don't think I realized how bad Mr. Krebsley was until we discussed it. Yeah, I didn't even realize until like just now. Like, I'm not even gonna say it was like while reading this book. Like <laughs> Ah, the layers, even for ch- uh, children's books, were, <laughs> were surprised by the layers. Oh my god. Just every, every time we record, I realize how stupid we are. You gotta love it. Yep. Yeah, and do you have uh, anything else to say? Oh, yes, one more thing. The part where he, like, drank blood from his friend's scraped knee... Didn't love that part. That was gross. Yeah, that was... And just something about a scraped knee. Like, I feel like when it's like, you know... I don't know, the neck makes more sense to me. The wrist. And then he went, like, when when you tried to play... And he, like, tried to play it off as being like, oh, I'm a man. (laughs) Yeah, the playing it off as a joke makes it worse. Right? (laughs) The guy was like... Oh no, you like act like you would feel it if he was sucking blood out of you. Like, and he was like, oh, ha, funny, just a joke. Like, what? No, I would never, I would run away. I would run far, far away from that child. Yeah, that you can't recover from that. No. And the fact that he like technically did, with the exception of Steve. <laughs> yeah. Disturbing. What? <laughs> Who are these children? <laughs> Uh, all right well I think that's all I got yeah, you got do a you have favorite. a 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, do you have a favorite character? I mean, probably just Darren. Didn't like Steve. He was annoying. Didn't like Mr. Krepsley. Maybe Mr. Tall. He was funny in a spooky vibe. Yeah, I feel like I'll, I'll go with Mr. Tall. Or maybe like one of Darren and Steve's friends, <laughs> like the ones who were just not there. <laughs> the one that gets the blood sucked out of his knee. <laughs> you know what? Maybe their teacher. Oh yeah, their teacher was good. We didn't really talk about him. He was I just looking him. out, lo- looking out for the kids. Um, yeah. I don't know. None, none of the characters are like. None of them are that great. Yeah, I think Darren is definitely like the best of the like main three which is i guess just darren mr Krepsley, and steve yeah he still did you know steal a spider from a vampire and then yeah you know get his friend almost killed with the venom and then yeah die (laughs) (laughs) i'm a little bit curious to see how this goes but yeah i don't know i don't know if i really have a favorite character they're all very meh yeah they're all very meh do you have a favorite quote? Uh, yeah, the one you already mentioned uh, right at the beginning. Real life's nasty. It's cruel. It doesn't care about heroes and happy endings and the way things should be. In real life, bad things happen. People die. Fights are lost. Evil often wins. Same. It's a good quote. It's, it's, it's very deep quote. for a, for a like... nine-year-old to read. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. I also didn't really think about that. Maybe that's why we were so cynical. <laughs> like, this is why we're such cynical people in our adult life is because we read this book in our like developmental years. Uh, all right, well, that's all I got. Do you think you're gonna continue to read the series? I honestly might. <laughs> Also, the like, I, I guess another thing probably should have said this up top, but these books are like cheap. <laughs> like they're like seven dollars a book Canadian. Like that's not bad because they are children books and they're two hundred pages long. But I digress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Overall, pretty good. Mister Krepsley, a weirdo. Steve, the worst. Darren, a little bit dumb. Um, (laughs) And audacious. The sister doesn't know how to knock. (laughs) A lot lot of negatives. (laughs) But like, I'm thinking about it and I literally don't know like what happens the rest of the season. I'm like, I'm assuming Steve must come back at some point, but like, I literally don't like, I have no thoughts. I have no, nothing. <laughs> we read it and I have no <laughs> idea what happens. <laughs> no thoughts for you. No thoughts, just vibes, as always on this podcast. Um, all right, well, if you want to follow us on social media, it's instagram and twitter at bookbevies and bookbevies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries or if you want to participate in our q a thanks for listening don't forget to rate (laughs) review and subscribe bye
<laughs> happy Halloween. Say happy Halloween, Katrina. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.